Warning, the following podcast may contain language that some listeners may find offensive or confusing or intriguing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the 3v3 podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. One of the responsibilities of having a hockey podcast is to um, use catchphrases or sayings, tell the same stories over and over again, like uh, an oldie but a goodie in the in the sliver of the universe that we occupy. You plan a deity of your choosing laughs. Anyone have had the Florida Panthers and, and Winnipeg Jets as the most interesting game on the schedule on a Saturday night in March? Wait, 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 wait. I have to go back here for a second. We have responsibilities? <laughs> no. I, I have to go back even further. We have a podcast? <laughs> I know, right? Um, I, I, uh... I'll fess up. I didn't pay attention to it because I um, I just didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> I was uh, too busy being completely angry again that the NHL decided to take a marquee matchup away from its subscription customers and throw it on a network that nobody has. Which is actually funny to me because um, a coworker that I have who's a Bruins fan was very upset that the NHL took a local team off of the local network and put them nationally. Such a Boston complaint. (laughs) I'm sure Sean will get over it. Um, (laughs) And to your point, Pat, no, I, I, I didn't realized until after I looked at the score and, and sort of some of the highlight, I was like, I kind of really shouldn't have watched that cracking game, even though it was moderately entertaining. Go stars. Um, Have the, have the Panthers woken up and decided that they're in trouble? I think so. And they're figuring out how to work around the whole, Oh, we didn't even have a good defensive team last year. Who does at this point? Who has a good defensive team in the NHL? <laughs> does anyone know? Because <laughs> I don't think teams themselves actually know. <laughs> um, where, wherever Bruce Cassidy happens to be coaching. Mm, all right. And Carolina. Although last night was not a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Last night was not a case of their defense failing them. It was hubris. Um, did did they trade for hubris at the deadline? <laughs> Where did they get hubris? Hubris is has that, always been there. Oh, he, is that oh. PRV's middle name? Because he did make his debut. No, it's... You play a certain philosophy, you acquire certain players, and when you struggle to score... That is what's going to happen. The game is very tight, and all of a sudden, you extrude more energy to try and, you know, get a goal, and your defense suffers. It's what's doomed them in the last two playoff seasons. Um, 
say Levy, but Winnipeg, Florida, my God, if that was a Stanley Cup final, one, all the boo-boo faced people in the front offices crying about HRR and ratings. But that might be a very entertaining series. Given some of what I saw for the highlights, it, it might be. But I I'm uh, I'm predisposed to be against it simply because I don't think that's the way it would be. I think I think last night was a oh crap moment. Why not? <laughs> for for both, for both teams. Yeah. That's what that's, that's yeah. what made it good. Because the Jets are kind of teetering on that last wild card spot in the West. And if other teams below them didn't have games in hand, okay, they might be they might be comfortable. But some teams just seem to want to give stuff away, and then other teams just don't want to take the ball and run with it. Hello, New York Islanders. See, this is the time of year that I love, not because of playoff races. Well, partly because of playoff races, but only in the sense that you can tell at this point who has good coaches. Right? I mean, a lot of teams can coast on their their talent. Um, some teams, they end up with hot goalies for a while, and that boosts them for a bit. But, But the teams that, like are looking around going, oh, shit, we need to do something <laughs> at this point in the season. Um, yeah. Or or they're like, oh, well, we're doomed. We can't do it. We're done. You know, even though they're still like, you know, fighting for a playoff spot, they just kind of do the whole Eeyore thing. Or, you know, you get you get the inconsistent spurts here and there where people are like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. This this is this means something. And then the next game they're like, Oh, hum. Oh, bother. But enough about <laughs> Steve Eiserman interviews. <clears throat> oh, bother. Yeah. I used to be able to. I used to be able to do a better ER. Um, that's actually not where I thought you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I was. I was relegated to watching something of entertainment value because the game I wanted to watch, I couldn't. So, <laughs> legally. Couldn't legally, and I've been too tired to try. I, 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 Legal. I, uh, I completely sympathize, empathize, and monetize. Um, That's what VPNs are for, man. We are not sponsored by any particular VPN, but I would suggest Nord. Um, <clears throat> Nord is good. Nord, Nord, is, Nord has been very good to me as a, as a Canadian. Who <laughs> um, <laughs> also yeah. happens to I have use, home I in... Proton like, <laughs> I use Proton <laughs> VPN, so, I mean, you know. Also. Also good. Perfectly. Okay. Also good. Yeah. I use one you've never heard of because um, that's the wannabe hipster in me. No, no, that's completely fine, too. Hey, you know what? There is no wrong answer for a VPN. Yet. Ideally. <laughs> Until chat GPT VPN comes out, then we're all doomed. Oh, my God. 
Or we hear of a SVVPN. <laughs> Someone trying to. I knew I moved out of Silicon Valley at the right time, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. It's been sooner than that, let's be honest, but still. The best time to move out of Silicon Valley was 20 years ago. The second best time was today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get us back on theme. Um, I actually thoroughly enjoyed the first Boston Detroit game yesterday. It was actually quite good. Uh, and it looks like they're trying to do it again today. Um, the one that I, I may I may have mocked it slightly, but the Kraken Stars game was actually pretty entertaining. Um, all the way down to a very late third period goalie pulled tying goal from the Kraken. Only to have it, only to only to clutch defeat from the jaws of victory in overtime. But wait, the Penguins? No. <laughs> <laughs> Them too. Um, well, the, pe- the Penguins did play the Flyers yesterday, so yeah, some um, things do go according to script. Yeah. Yeah, they've had a number of, of ahead in the third games only to lose by one goal. And it's like, oh, no, don't do that. Or do it. I don't know. I mean, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. But anyways, Kraken. If you're, you're going to have a brand, you got to stay on it. <laughs> you got to be consistent with your brand, right? I mean, look at Toronto. What is their brand? Losing in the first round? Yep. Uh, overspending, getting all of this talent, watching it get injured. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Planning I, parades at the start of the season only to be out of playoffs before. Cassie, Cassie, it's not planning <laughs> the parade. It's dusting off the pl- parade plans for the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 25 years. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, <laughs> 55, 60. <laughs> 1993. Anyway. Hey, 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 hey. Um, sorry if I sounded a little bit like Dwayne from what's happening. Hey, hey, hey. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, to go back to our... Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, sort of go back to the uh, sometimes the angels punish us by answering our prayers or the you plan and um, space zombie, you know, changes things for you. Um, <laughs> Make, you know, what makes God laugh? You tell him your plans. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it just seems who did Pittsburgh trade for in hopes to sort of shore up their bottom six mm-hmm. you know, Benito 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 who gets injured with a what was it, a lacerated kidney? kidney oh my god mm-hmm. I can't imagine what that kid's going through I mean I'm not laughing at that part of it but just the whole you know we need to go out and bolster our lower six hey here's a guy we know we know can step in and do the job and now he's gone to tell you it's kind of luck that that team's had this year <laughs> Oh, God. What? Excuse me. I'd say the past few years. Yeah. I mean, Latang with his yeah. with his scares. 
Yeah. You know, and either Malkin or Crosby getting injured. I do. I, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I would like to take this moment to wrap myself in my blanket of schadenfreude, my heated blanket of schadenfreude. As I watched Evgeny Malkin try the between the legs shot yesterday and fail miserably. Um, Mal can't do it. I just, I kind of had to giggle because it was sort of like, it, it was sort of the epitome <laughs> of everything that is, you know, here is this high-end player they've had for so long who's never done this kind of stuff, never done that kind of stuff before, right? Crosby's tried, you know, the, the lacrosse move and, and a few other things like that, but you never really see it from Malkin, and now I maybe understand why. Um, it was it was kind of painful to watch him try to attempt it, and then the puck staying where he left it and, his, and him still moving forward and then taking a swipe at air was just, I just really kind of had to giggle. And But here's the thing is that, is that you have to have, never, never are any of those things ever going to happen, you know, every single time, right? But you have to have the attempts in order for people to feel like it's okay to make another attempt. Right? So like, Segris with the Michigan has kind of kicked off this whole everybody let's do some trick shots thing. Uh, I'm 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 sorry, Cassie. You're practicing Svechnikov erasure, and I won't have it. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for my my brother Pat here because he did it twice and scored because <gasps> he was the first one to do it and score. Right. And right. did it twice, and then Zegras did it, and then everyone's just like agog over Zegras. And I think everyone remembers Zegras more for the Dishigan than his Michigans. Right. I right. Will, so what I'm have saying. Any Snatchikov erasure on this podcast? Thank you. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> is that is the, you know you can snicker at Malkin if you want. That's fine because you know I know that that you get great joy out of the Penguins losing, and that's part of that. Um, and I don't want to judge. I don't judge. It's fine. Um, but at the same time, you have to have the failed attempts in order to get the attempts that actually pan out. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I am not denying you that. Okay. Um, if he'd made contact with the puck and it just sort of skittered away to use a Doc Emmerich-ism, that would be, I, I wouldn't have made a deal over, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever. But the fact that he just swung at air, that, that see, 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 I got a chortle. I got, I got a chortle. So I'm correcting my assessment here. Anyways, you were saying, Pat. <laughs> if something happens in the state of Tennessee. No one ever remembers it. Is it a failed or successful attempt? I will not. I will not say things about Tennessee. I will not say things about Tennessee. I will not say things about Tennessee. (laughs) It's it's an it's an attempt that they had to pay for the privilege of of attempting. Mm. Did they rescind that stupid performance tax thing? Now I gotta go look. No idea, but, you know, he's lucky he has a memorable last name. 
Forsberg, you know, being the only reason I remember being the second person to do the, the lacrosse goal. My son. My beautiful, blue-eyed Swedish son, who's roughly the same age as me, but we'll skip over that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty tricky with time loops or Shush. something. <laughs> Shush. I'm not here to debate your physics. Um, <clears throat> I really wish. Oh, God, I wish somebody like him. I, would, I wish there was somebody like him in the league, more like him. They get hints from players, but I miss my beautiful blue-eyed Swedish son. He's a... all you gotta do is challenge Connor, and he might come close, but it wouldn't be perfect. No, it wouldn't. Leon's got some of it, but he doesn't have some of it. He doesn't have the whole. No. You gotta have the nastiness, or else it just doesn't work. That's exactly it. And and there's just not in the NHL at this point. The majority of players don't have that nastiness anymore. And the ones that do, even the supremely talented ones like Matthew Kachuk, they Brad just don't play the same style. Well, just... they they also they. They don't use their nastiness for good. <laughs> you know, it's like they use their nastiness for bad. So they get angry. They take a swipe. They get a penalty. They hurt somebody, et cetera, and so on. Forsberg, Peter Forsberg would get angry, take a swipe, start a fight. Both would go to the penalty box. So but no one would actually get really hurt, you know, but um, it just I don't know. All technology is neutral it's only its application is good or evil is that what kind of what you're getting at mm-hmm. <sighs> i marshawn maybe maybe a little bit maybe kind of sort of style of game though so in yesterday's um fun red wings bruins matchup he was trying to do very he tried to do like a between the legs move to get around to the defender instead of driving a guy wide or driving through a guy cutting back to the middle. Just no one has that complete skill set. Yeah. And you know, the other thing I continue to watch and it sort of drives me nuts is there. Um, Peter had a move. We called it the Forsberg. It wasn't mm-hmm. the it wasn't the shootout move, right? It was the wrap around the net, pivot to face the net and take a shot, mm-hmm. right? And I don't see anybody. I don't see one else picking or trying that. Crosby Crosby does that sometimes. Does he? I, mm-hmm. I see. I, out I, of everybody I, currently, I everybody currently in the league, Sidney Crosby is the only one who has flashes of Peter Forsberg in him that I have seen. And I've thought this for years, which is why I really didn't want to dislike him for a long time. It was like, you know, I always looked at him and thought he was an asshole and it just annoyed me because I really wanted to like him. But because he was an asshole, I didn't. (laughs) And so 
So I was conflicted. And but yeah, no, he he's really the only one that has that the that flash of nastiness, does does the wrap around pivots and shoots from the you know front of the net. He's the only one who does that. He doesn't do it consistently. He doesn't do it um, every single game. He yeah. doesn't even do it like every other game, you know. But he does do that occasionally. And he's really the only one who has flashes of it. Everybody else kind of like, eh. Because it drives me nuts because they've got the defender in a position where all, if they if they turn and pivot, they're still... I mean, there's a, there's a lane open for them on their backhand to turn and pivot to their forehand with a little bit of skate strength and get a pretty good shot off on that. Because I don't know how many times Forsberg scored on that. It's a basketball move, actually. It, it, I was kind of wondering. It's sort of like a, a, a pivot in the crease, right? Right. And and you're you're kind of sticking your butt out to the defender so you can get yourself more room so you have more room to shoot. But yeah, such is life. Uh, whatever are we gonna do with this damn league? Say so we trash it and build a new one. Do we give Daniel Briere a job? I would. I would too. I mean, he needs a good one. From the top rope. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm currently watching Peter Forsberg highlights in the Finding Nemo jersey, so uh, I, ha- I have feelings about uh, the Philadelphia organization at the moment. Yeah. You're like Jimmy Superfly Snooker coming in from the top rope. The Samoan smash. Um <clears throat> Now what the hell was I going to say? Oh, uh, do I feel bad for Chuck Fletcher? No. Okay. Next comment. <laughs> um, Probably good here. Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't. I don't know. Whatever I was going to say has been said by multiple other podcasts. So no. Um, who am I going to feel bad though? I don't. Yeah, no, you know. For anyone. <sighs> So, NHL history girl, Jen, mm-hmm. had tweeted earlier, um, today I believe it was, um, she had tweeted, do you randomly watch Sergei Federov highlights or are you normal? And I'm like, well, if, that, if not watching Sergei highlights is being normal, then I don't want to be normal. <laughs> um. You know, there are only, yeah, there are literally only two players I go back and watch highlight packs from their careers, and it's him, it's Fedorov and Forsberg. And, and, um, the one thing that, you know, everybody loves to, oh, Pavel Burry, Pavel Burry, you know, Pavel Burry is fascinating. Well, guess who beat him? That's right. Fedorov beat him in a race. So, and Pavel Bray couldn't skate backwards. Couldn't Pavel Bray didn't know where the defensive zone was. <laughs> he didn't know what, the only the only thing he knew about defense is how to like skate past them to score. The first time you met his goalie was at the year end team photo, you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All all the great jokes that we've had over the years about you know players that 
don't know how to back check or don't back pressure all that kind of stuff um I can I can I can sense from the entire other side of the country Pat is now in his happy place. <laughs> I'm just you're not wrong. See? But it still hurts. Well, let us remember the time we had, not the time we lost. God that damn that was, that was horrible. <laughs> And let us let us remember the time we had and not the time and not that it's over. Yeah. I'm so glad we had this time together. Oh, God, Marnie. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the world of how many people ask the question. You can make trades after the trade deadline on Twitter for the inconsequential trade that happened and people go, wait, I thought you couldn't make trades after the trade deadline. No, you can't. The NHL trade deadline was after the NHL trade deadline. You can still make trades then. Yeah. AHL level. Not Just not your current roster. Yep. Well, no, it can be from your current roster. They're just ineligible to play. In the playoffs. Well, no, because the the AHL but, trade deadline just and just just popped up like what yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't now that the AHL trade line trade deadline has passed. You can't make AHL trades, but you can still trade prospects and such. Well, you can also trade players, and then they are no longer eligible to play the remainder of the season either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. If you had, say, a Carter Hart on your roster, or a, I don't know, uh, Travis Anheim, who you're looking to move, and you're the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you just, you want some great players for next season, but you don't necessarily want to improve your standing. Why wouldn't you make a trade now? That's just good business. You read my flipping mind. That's scary. <laughs> Let's stop. <laughs> no reading minds here. That's just not right. I mean, I wouldn't want Carter Hart sitting for, you know, the next six weeks not playing. No, but two weeks to go. Yeah. Not have to worry about, you know, all the back and forth and how many things do you have held up due to, I don't know, draft pick position based on playoff outcome in the first and second rounds. No, just do your business early. Even if you quote unquote overpay or you set the market a little high, guess what? Now you don't have to worry about anything. You've done your business. You don't have to read and react. You're out in front of things, and which is why it's never happened in the history of the league. As soon as it happens once, it's going to happen 10,000 times. As I have a live in-game art update, Ricardo Raquel from the bumper position, one nothing Penguins. Who they're playing, doesn't matter. <laughs> they're due to blow this lead anyway, so... Um, They're playing the Rangers for the first time this week. They play them three times this week. 
Pittsburgh. I mean, what the heck is this scheduling anyway? <laughs> and this is just like I, one example. But why are they play? Why is one team playing another team three times in one week? I well, Cassie, Boston and Detroit played yesterday. Boston and Detroit played today. Right. I mean, Ottawa and Detroit played two consecutive games in Ottawa. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of fine with it. I got other things to get my ire up. the The NHL schedule is I don't, I don't know. I there's gonna be flaws in everything, and everything's gonna get somebody angry. And I I, I you know what my problem is? I spent too much time this morning watching videos of Leon the Lobster. It's about a a guy literally bought a lobster from um, a supermarket, a live one, took it home, put it in a 55-gallon tank, and, and just sort of chronicled his year, including a full molt, and moving him from, you know, to a bigger tank and all. And it's just like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually quite entertaining. He does a really good job of narrating. But it's just – and he gives like these, you know, when it, these sort of little – he uses what Leon's doing as an allegory for our human existence. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we all had a second chance, you know, could all shed our skin and, and become someone new every once in a while just for that. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> so, you know, you need to find some Kintsugi uh, videos. I am too and terribly afraid to type that in with my strange <laughs> history of Japanese. No, no. Because I, I. This is safe. This is safe. I, I, yeah, everyone says that. Um, <laughs> no. Until you find the subreddit and then. And then you realize. Well, you know. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Um, Kintsugi is the practice of using metal lacquer to re to recreate broken dishes to put the broken dishes back together and so it's it's a japanese thing but it so the idea is that things are more beautiful for having been broken well it's wabi-sabi right there's beauty and imperfection right and yeah. so what this is is it's just you know broken dish bowl cup you know, plate, whatever, and they use gold lacquer to like mend it and keep using it. Well, that's, that's, uh, so that's what they did with, uh, okay, nerd alert. That's what they did. That's what they were trying to demonstrate with Kylo's run mask. Kylo runs mask was the art of Kasugi. Yes. Yes. I was making a joke. I didn't know what it is. Um, I could, I couldn't remember specifics of it, but the reason I'm, I say I'm not typing that in is because. Uh, no, I know. Complete. Oh, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> when the when the first X Men movie came out, um, this is how far along far ago this was. I was still employed at Redacted, and a buddy of mine said, "Have you seen the new trailer for that movie?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Well, let me pull it up on my browser." And he just went into the address bar and typed in X Men and then hit Control Enter, which auto completes a URL, mm -hmm. which is not a lot of no. Um, there oh. wasn't. Thank you. Pat. <laughs> there, there was not a speed at which you could have measured how fast he started closing windows. 
<laughs> browser windows that kept popping like no one's business. Mm-hmm. Um, because it it took basically you know you back, again back in the day a little bit slow load on the page and then the first sort of line starts right and you're like nope and then stuff starts and we were just like okay um, I'm gonna head this way before security <laughs> comes. I'll be back in my office. Um, I didn't witness anything. I don't know if anyone else did. I mean, we certainly weren't here when this happened. Right. Nothing happened. Wasn't here. Didn't see it. <laughs> so ever since that time, I have always been like, I ain't typing that in an address bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have not had that happen to me in a work situation. I have heard others have that happen in a work situation, which is why I'm very careful about what I use my work computer for. Well, you should be. Mm -hmm. Which begs the question, did Chuck Fletcher actually use a work computer? No. I'll say that right. Because when you're saying yes all the time to your boss, you don't have to document anything. Exactly. Well, mm -hmm. he didn't really have to say yes to his boss, did he? Because his boss, his bosses would generally be, "Hey, I've got, um, I've got central registry on the phone. Here's the deal I just made. We need you to sign off on it." Hey, everyone. Chuck's joining the call. He'll be our general manager. Chuck, here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> like the like but the Eddie all, Murphy married character. But half the time the deals would get negated because two separate bosses would be making two separate deals, and the trade calls just never went off without a hitch. You got Holmgren on one side, you got Bob Clark on another. Yeah, and not a lot of people seem to want to go down the path and remember that Bobby Clark was the general manager of the Flyers for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and watched the season ticket holder event, the video, right, where they were booing Chuck Fletcher and went, and I forget who said it. I don't think it was ever identified who said, you know, hey, let's keep it classy. I'm just sitting laughing my rear end off because, as I've told this story on the podcast a long time ago, I was at the Spectrum a couple rows in front of one Bobby Clark who was general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers at that time, enjoying a Flyers-Rangers game, which then Jeff Bukaboom proceeded to completely disrupt everyone's euphoria at a tie game and go in and snipe a goal. And as the crowd started to stand up and vociferously... Um, express, express their discontent. <laughs> with not only their team, the people around us were chirping Bobby Clark pretty heavily. And because the this it was just like in an open press box, you know, no shielding, no nothing. Um, and I just sat there laughing when everyone was like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, you can't, you shouldn't be booing like that at a season ticket holder event. And Pat, you said it perfectly. It's exactly where they should be doing it. It's the perfect forum. It's. Here's an event designed to voice your pleasure or displeasure with what's going on. Was anything below the belt? Nope. They were just using the English they were taught in elementary school in the finer state of Pennsylvania. Did they bring his family into it? 
Not as far as we're aware. See? Yeah, that's really the only line you should be careful of crossing. <laughs> hey, go after the person's job performance all you want. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And don't they have, feel bad about it. They are. No. That is the line of work you have signed up for. If you Anything beyond the work performance, family or otherwise, that's the line you, you shouldn't cross. Correct. That's, that's for their friends and family to get into with them. Right. Yes. And similar to the officiating discourse that, um, oh, it must be that time of year again. That's popped up. Oh, these guys, you know, they have families at home. You can't criticize their part. Yes, you can. Yeah, I love people who are like, you can't criticize people. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Aren't you just criticizing me? <laughs> <laughs> Watch their little heads explode. Um, I know. <laughs> Wasn't that which, just criticism? <laughs> to, to which I always respond, do you work for yourself? Because if you don't, guess what? Your job's under performance review. Mm-hmm. Somebody's critiquing your work. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to sit down and tell you you're doing a bad job or a good job. It's not public, but more often than not, neither is your job. Right. And and guess what? To, guess what's happening tonight? Speaking of awards and crap, there is the there is the ultimate. Somebody's critiquing your job. This is the Oscars for a public mm-hmm. right? Nobody's saying you did a crap job. Well, unless you weren't nominated, then they're kind of backhandedly saying you didn't do a really good job. Because, I mean, some people got nominated for horrible movies for best actors. <coughs> Elvis. Um, <clears throat> but the performance was good. The director just didn't know what to do with everything else. Or so I'm told. I, I couldn't bring myself I, to do it. I I uh, I watched a grand total of thirty minutes of it and I had to turn it off. Um, it's kind of like Chris Rock's last comedy special, except I watched ten minutes of that. Um, mm-hmm. Hey hey, what do you say? Rangers just tied this game. Oh well. Oh boy, I did have one other thing, and I will be dig dugly damned if I can remember it now. So please talk amongst yourself. So, anybody know anything, heard anything, wondered about anything regarding the new Women's Professional Hockey League that's supposed to be popping up this fall? Notice how the formation, the the, the legal formation of a players association happened. Negotiations were ongoing, and everything went quiet again. Very, very quickly. Now, I'm sure the NHL trade deadline played into that. But I presume it's a good thing everything has gone quiet. Well, I kind of like how the um, the union came before the league. Mm-hmm. And sort of is kind of driving the creation of the league to a certain degree. Am I am I wrong in sort of feeling that way? No, I don't think so. Good, because they're my feelings, and you can't tell me I'm wrong because they're mine. Um, <laughs> Your feelings not. are valid. That's not what it's, 
Thank you. I just needed to be validated. I kind of feel like I'm a lobster. But the league has a family, Patrick. The league has a family. Oh, we can't criticize the league. God damn it. Uh-huh. We can't criticize the league for posting a question on whether Shane Doan should be a Hall of Famer. It's like, when did this redemption? What, why is there a redemption arc needed for him? Did he do something that I'm not aware yeah, he's of? He's about or- to get a job in Philadelphia because he can't work with the Coyotes franchise. Well, sure he can. Doesn't he? He can move to Houston just as easily as anyone. Did he? Wasn't he like a part of like? Team Canada World Championships or World Cup or something. He was. Uh, Spangler Cup and World Championships, I want to say. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, hey. oh would you look? A uh, certain uh, interim general manager of the Flyers also was involved in said Team Canada outings. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm questioning. Okay. So we're just going to walk right on past the Hall of Fame thing then, because obviously, no. Um. <laughs> well, no, because uh, so, this is what I'm saying, though, is that, is that Team Canada is the redemption arc that you're missing, is the the supposed redemption arc. The thing is like, oh, well, now that he's been successful at an na- international level, let's talk about him as a player. Uh, and then. Is he going to like be coach or GM somewhere after this? And that's the next one. The next one is, oh, does he get a job in the NHL? Was he successful at the international level? I mean, uh, world championships are kind of, you know, where you go and you don't qualify for the playoffs. And they have to field some kind of team. I mean, it's not like you captain a... Captain to No, I'm not talking about captaining. I'm talking about like no, I'm just, GM or coach or whatever. No, I, I'm just I, I'm just saying I, it's not like he captained a, an Olympic team to a gold medal. You know, we talk about international play. That's kind of the Stanley Cup of international play. And if you don't have one, World Championships are like mm, okay. You didn't put up great numbers in the NHL World Championships. Okay. You're you're the, you're the next best available, <laughs> and that's uh, I, pretty much the deal. This is like you know when the NHL looks down the artists that they would like to have at their events, they sort of you know they skip over the the Rihannans and the Beyonces because they cost way too much money, and they skip over you know the Adels and you know because the next tier of superstardom then they have to skip over the next tier of superstardom and then okay so you're kind of like a fourth stringer and really is a fourth stringer eligible for the nhl really a debate we need to be having apparently the nhl seems to think so to which i sat there and went okay do i list my criteria were you ever the best player at your position at any time in the nhl no Okay. Did you score at least a point a game in your 1,250 some odd games? No. Score 500 goals? No. 1,000 points? No. Won a heart trophy? Nope. Won multiple Stanley Cups as a captain? Nope. Um, Won any individual award that doesn't have leader in the description? Or 
or Bing in the title? Nope, nope, and nope. Just because he's a kind of a nice guy who stayed with the franchise for a long time for whatever reason, let them honor him. Now, you know, and this is a big problem with the NHL generally is this concept of quote-unquote loyalty. And I really hate the word loyalty because it makes me feel like dogs. You know, dogs are great and dogs are loyal, but do you really want someone who is mindlessly loyal? I don't know. I don't I don't find that appealing in any way, shape, or form, but, you know, whatever, teach their own. So it's this whole thing of, of, oh, well, he did this thing for me, so I need to show my loyalty by helping him do this other thing, right? And that's the whole nepotism thing where, well, this guy is my friend and he helped me through some hard times, so I'm going to give him a job. And, and so I feel like that's the Shane Doan deal is that, well, he worked really hard. He had a good career. Maybe it wasn't up there with everybody else's, but, you know, he's a good guy. He deserves that just just because, you know, just oh. because. And it's like, and he'll get in because there are no set criteria for the NHL, or sorry, Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> you can take loyalty too far is what I'm saying, and I think that's where this is coming from. But enough about Philadelphia and Edmonton. Yeah, seriously, right? Uh, which, to get back, like, who are Shane Doan's good friends? One on the selection committee, but more importantly, just in the league head office. Like, how many flyers did he have to put out behind the scenes to gain favor for stuff like this to be coming up now? Oh, he's he's been the poster boy, and you know exactly why. Come on. Loyalty to Arizona? Bingo. <laughs> Loyalty again? <laughs> well, where did he play nearly his entire career? Arizona? Where did he maintain his residency? No, I know, and that's what I'm saying. That's what that was my whole like like thing going yeah. on just like two seconds ago. Yeah, but, no, I, I know, but I, you know, when we when we ask the question of why do they keep pushing him out there for these kind of things, well, that's why. It's because they're in a fight in Arizona, and well, you know, continue to put this guy out there. What's What's hilarious to me is that is that you know part of it too is like, well, he's such a great guy, and I'm like, you know, great guys, quote unquote, in the NHL, those guys that that the rest of the league seem to put up on a pedestal as being the truly nice guys of the league or whatever, are like your average guy in regular society. <laughs> and so that's part of also our problem is like, dude, he didn't do anything that you know I know like five people wouldn't have done. <laughs> that's and see, that's what I'm trying to get at is, is you know. He had, is uh, he played in the NHL for a long time? He was obviously good at it. So are a lot of other players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just average, but because he he captained and and remained a a stalwart, loyal, you know, loyal. He suffered through the hard times. Arizona Coyotes and you know. Why are they not? Why are they not selling Austin Matthews more as Arizona poster boy? 
Oh, because they don't want to be seen as trying to entice Austin to go play in Tampa. Tempe. That's, see, I did it again. No, they don't. Are they in Tempe? No. Okay. Well, eh, <laughs> I mean, kind of. I was of. giving you the benefit of the doubt with Tempe, okay? <laughs> Anyway. He'll get in, though. He'll still get it. He'll still say, oh, he he deserves it. And he'll go and be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And we'll all be looking around going, okay, there's another one that doesn't really belong in there. (laughs) Not that he's a bad guy or anything, but or so I've heard. But, yeah. Well, go talk to some more LA Kings fans and they'll tell you all you need to know about the other side of his ledger. Mm. Well, go talk to some Coyotes fans about the Kings and they'll tell you everything they you need to know about Dustin Brown. Actually, go talk to Sharks, Sharks fans about Dustin Brown. They'll, 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 oh, mercy me. They'll tell you every every little dirty detail on that statue, which is what I, put a statue of Don out in front of whatever arena. You know, obviously make it portable. Um, <clears throat> Pack it up and move it to the next one. Yeah. Raise his number to the Raptors. You've already done that. Have the city of arena name change the front street to Shane Don't, you know, Shane Don't Way or something. I'm trying to remember if Kamloops did that, but I guess it's Recky, isn't it? That they named the street that the, the Riverside or whatever it is now was on. Yeah. Yeah. The poster child for longevity in the NHL with me criteria. Yeah. Like Andrew Chuck had the numbers. And it took him him a long time to compile the numbers. Well, yeah, but it it took him a long time to get in too because everyone was like, Well, he sure he has the numbers, but you know, he only ever scored, you know, from one position. Well, so the job, as I see it, is to score. Did he do that? Yes. Did he do that in on mask? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> How he, he suit? Does he have eligibility to play for the Carolina Hurricanes? Because <laughs> that is a skill that has gone by the wayside. Mm. And honestly, <laughs> every playoff team could use right now. Well, yeah, just someone that sits there. You know, the funny thing is, is Alex Chase on who, you know, signed an NHL deal after being on an AHL deal all this time. Um, good on him, you know, for for re-cajiggering his game and doing whatever he needed to do, and good for the Red Wings for giving him a chance. But that's all he did. Not letting but, his yeah. pride get the better of him. Taking it as a learning, you know, and saying, I still love this game, I still want to play, and being down in the AHL for almost an entire season and demonstrating that, and getting rewarded for it. You know, that's that to me is a good hockey story. Mm-hmm. And that's all the guy does is sort of sit there and crash and bang around the net and sort of, you know, chip in goals or have stuff go off his knees. It does not matter. The, you know, for, for a league that sits there and continues to, they don't ask how they ask how many. Well, when it came to ask, when they said how many DeAndre Chuck had, somebody decided to start asking, yeah, well, how did he get them? Uh, come on. Hip o crit. It's people, you know, it's the whole favoritism thing, right? 
he didn't suck up to the right people. And so those people are now questioning why he deserves anything. He didn't go out on his redemption tour like Eric Lindros did. God. In fairness to Lindros, um, one, he had the public PR campaign. Two, it also seems like he actually put in some effort to mend some fences, which, mm-hmm. whatever, you have ulterior motives, but at least you put the personal work in to not have people that should hate your guts still completely hate your guts? I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm getting lost in comparing Dustin Brown and Shane Doan's careers. <laughs> and we can both say Dustin Brown is not a Hockey Hall of Fame name. No. V- very good career. Yep. Played almost 300 fewer games and put up oh, 200 fewer points. Oh, and, but did, 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 do the right people like him, though? That's the uh, question. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Well, what else? USA what else? Hockey can never be qualified as the right people. This is true. But what so else there's strike number one. <laughs> what else does he have? Um, a lot of playoff game appearances, so he never appeared in more than, like, one world championship. Okay. Which he won bronze, by the way. So, oh, damn, he doesn't he doesn't have that illustrious world championship international career. Okay. Oh, he doesn't have two illustrious world championship gold medals. Yeah, but he's got two of something else and I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know. They weren't gold. Mm. I think it's part of the trophy that's of or not trophy, the statue that's outside the soon to be bankrupt dot com arena. No, you know, you know what put Shane Doan over the top? He was a pallbearer for John McCain. Oof. Uh, uh, two time, two time, two time. I think that's a wrestling gimmick, but <laughs> bear with me. Uh, two time Memorial Cup champion. Okay, that's uh, not international. That's junior. But it's Canada. And let's go look at the selection committee. Oh, there's Igor Larianov, and then, oh boy. <laughs> really? They're going to use that. They are going to, f- they're going to fudging use that, aren't they? Oh, I guarantee it. Of course it. they are. Of course they are. They'll, they'll pretend they'll pretend to pull the well this is the hockey hall of fame and not the nhl hall of fame even though we all know otherwise <laughs> it's the uh, nhl hall of fame slash soviet hall of fame <laughs> that's about it <laughs> it's it's the it's the olympic gold medal hall of fame isn't it yeah well he doesn't even have an olympic medal but you know who has an olympic silver was once voted the iihf's most valuable forward 
scored the most points, all-star team, and did some stuff in U-20s and U-18s. Jordan oh, yeah, and he has two of those silver things that Shane Doan doesn't have. Then it's not Jordan Everly, because Jordan Everly only carries gold. Actually, he doesn't. Philip J. Kessel? This has been the 3B3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at 3B3Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.